On this episode, the last seven minutes dominate. And this is the Ask Gary, you threw me off, India. Sorry. And this is the, hey everybody, this is Gary Vay, Nerdchuck. And you're watching? This is episode, you're watching Yo. episode. No, and, and, oh my gosh. Hello everybody, this is Gary Vay, Nerdchuck, and this is episode 189 of the Ask Gary V Show. And clearly we are in a very, we are clearly in book mode right now. This is the night before the big day tomorrow. It drops like it's, I was gonna say like it's hot, but I didn't like that. It drops tomorrow. I'm very, very proud. The early reviews are in, and it is widely considered one of the great literary example. I literary, liter, what is it? Literary. Literary examples of business in modern time, according to Tamara Vaynerchuk, mother of Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, but more importantly, uh, the vibes are good. We're sitting here, I'm gonna be on CNN tonight, so a lot of you can comment uh, after that aired and you can talk about that. Uh, I've got Good Day New York, local New York Fox tomorrow. I'm heading to St. Louis tomorrow night for a big event in St. Louis, then Atlanta, then Boston, then Austin, that rhymed. I'm feeling really good, India, but this is 189 of the Ask Gary Vee show. That's That's the Ask Gary Vee book. Mm -hmm. Do you love the book? Yeah, I really love it. Did you buy like 40 million? Copies. Yeah, I bought 40 million copies of it. Did your mom and dad buy the book? My mom bought a book. She doesn't understand half of it, but she bought it. Did she like oh, it? Shit. She's going to watch this and be like, I understand. Yeah, India. <laughs> yeah, why why are we making that voice? That's unfair. That's like, true. She is much, yeah. much cooler than that. She's much cooler than you. She is cooler than Can we get your actually. mom to sit here and take your spot for an episode? Oh, she would love that. She's going to be in New York in April. Done. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited. That's awesome. All right, India. Let's get into the show. Yeah, here we go. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you've seen this. I've started, on the book tour started and I've had a couple people last night. Did you see anybody do that last night? Were you there? The show. Yeah, where yeah. I have to do it with them yeah. on selfie yeah, and stuff. Yeah, the, the show. It's cool, right? Yeah, it's like But let's thing. do it official right now. Okay, 189. Ready? Let's. Get into. The show. All right, let's do it. I'm feeling good. I feel like they, you know, a couple people mentioned that this is a new golden era. I do feel like the last four or five have been really tight. I've been, Stefan, I like that little head nod. That means it's been tight. Uh, buy your book, buy your book. Kyle, how do you balance saying no? I feel like we should do something special for the book. Like, if you buy one for, for if you tag somebody in the, oh, I like this tagging idea. Especially yeah. in a, yeah, especially in a Facebook game. I know some of you watching on YouTube, but we're gonna do something with it. Don't let me, for, actually, let me do it because I'll forget. Tag somebody that you think is not aware of all of this that should get the book, and I'm gonna pick five people, because five is my lucky number, of people that were tagged, that respond into the comments. So, you know, you tag somebody, they jump in and be like, what are you talking about, Ricky? You know, I will pick five of those people that actually respond to the tagging and send them a signed personal copy to them. Now, I know you're thinking, wait a minute, but I love the show and I want a personal, well, sometimes you need to give. Give to get. Give to get. And Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Reed asks, how do you balance saying no to good things so you can say yes to great things? 
You know, Kyle, you're talking about decision making and time management and opportunity costs is a tremendous question. Uh, you know, who gets to decide what is good or great is first and foremost. What may be good to me may not be great to you. Like, for me, if I could meet Ric Flair for dinner, that would be great for you. India. Are you excited about having dinner with Ric Flair? Yeah, totally. Do you know who Ric Flair is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now name one of your favorite bands. Um, I don't know, I've loved, oh, I know, what do I really get dinner with? Jeff Bridges. I don't know who that is. Oh, the actor? Yeah. Oh, I know who that is. But no, no, give me a band that you love a right band now. band that I love right now? This is, follow me here. Uh, this is really scary. Just say it, stop being scared. Um, I don't know. I would love Some to random one. Grimes, Grimes. Good, I don't know anything about Grimes. I've never heard of Grimes. And you'd be like, hey, we can get, like, the lead singer of Grimes, it's a singer, email me right now and said, I want to have dinner. I'd be like, delete, uh, you know, like, I don't even know, right? And so. Who gets to decide what's good and great? And that's why I'm answering this question with that little skit, um, which is, you know, you don't know until you do it. And so what's, uh, Kyle, Kyle, too many people are crippled by this question. I'm gonna get a serious now for a second. You don't know if something's good or great until it actually happens. Some of the greatest things that have ever happened to me in business looked terrible on paper. Wasn't somebody fancy? It wasn't fancy, you know? It just was kind of like, oh wait, and that person knew and then that connected and, you know, meeting Blaine Cook, the original CTO of Twitter for a taco at South by Southwest on the dawn of South by Southwest this week, that, that didn't look like the greatest meeting of my life. It turned into one of the greatest meetings of my life. Like, like you know, like this, this happens all the time. And so, you're, too many people are crippled by the right hire, by the right meeting. I say work harder, work more efficient, make more 15 and 30 minute meetings that leave you more time to do more things and create more opportunities and don't be crippled by choosing the right opportunities or not. So the answer is nobody can answer that for you. Normally you can't answer it up front, right? Like I did a bunch of podcasts that I never heard of the people before and I think some of them have been paying dividends and I did a podcast with Shaq that's gonna air shortly. On paper it looks like Shaq's was a greater thing than good but I think we're gonna sell more books from some of that good because I didn't realize the audience that person had. Be more efficient with what you do to allow you to do more things, then you don't have to worry about the subjective and non-controllable like knowing what's good or great. That's the recap. Nathaniel asks, Gary, you've said YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, and Instagram are the big players. What's your opinion on Vine? I think Vine um, has taken a secondary spot. I still think there's a real community there. I do think Instagram um, and Snapchat took a lot of those Vine celebrities. There's still plenty of stuff going on there. I'm spending less time on there. Um, it's, it's, It's now in the niche and young category. I look for mass and older category. That's where I'm betting on those things that I've brought up. So I think that uh, Vine has a place. I'm, uh, as I'm talking right now, I'm gonna look up where Vine is in the, in the uh, rating system right now, in the App Store, which is always a great indicator on where things are. Um, so, you know, but to me, like, I would rather pay attention to what's going on with Musical.ly right now. Uh, by the way, Snapchat is number one of social networks. Three games, then Snapchat, then Facebook Messenger, then Facebook, then Instagram, then YouTube. The next thing that pops up is Pinterest at 18, which is interesting. WhatsApp at 21. Uh, Musical.ly at 25. Twitter at 27. Look at that. Musical.ly above Twitter, and I keep pushing Musical.ly, and everyone's like, what? Kick, very under the radar, very big with younger demo. You know, that's 34 as of this moment, right? Uh, There's that Wish app that I've been telling people about. Periscope at 49, real player there, right? Um, Where we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Tinder at 75. Um, 
No Vine yet, by the way, and Vine's been slipping and I feel like Vine's been, and Tumblr's at 108, you know, I've been down on that. Group me at 122, LinkedIn at 140, no Vine. And so that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Just looking, you know, just triple checking here. Maybe I missed it, because that can be the case. Ways, okay. No Vine. So that's, you know, gonna go to categories real quick. Um, you know, so look, I, I look at data, and I, you know, and I go by vibe, and you know, right now in social networks, is messenger, you know, Vine is, is it even categorizing this? Like, yeah, it's just, it's time. I gotta find, it can't be this low. So I don't even know where it is right now. I don't know, anyway, that's how I think about it in India. That's the bottom line. Cool? Where is it? Go ahead. Video from Benjamin. Benjamin. Fine, where are you? I feel like I'm missing it somehow. Mm-hmm. I play it. Plenty of fish. There's line. Hey Gary, Benjamin Holmgren here. You said you wanted some more interesting videos for the show, so I went by this busy street in the big city and wanted to ask a question. The question is, how do you feel about employee poaching? Taking employees from somebody else's company and bringing them to work for you. Good, bad, or indifferent? Thanks, Gary. Yeah, I think this is a very easy question to answer. I think people hire from other people's companies all the time. I mean, it's, this is, you know, this isn't, this isn't nursery school, this is business. And if you, if you can steal somebody from another competitor or another company that you think brings benefit to your company and you've got recruiters, I mean, we have seven, eight, nine, ten full-time recruiters here at VaynerMedia. They're just pounding, hitting it, um, and trying to find the right people for us. So I think in big business, this is just part of the equation. Uh, poaching, poaching makes it seem bad. You mean employee recruitment? Like, I mean, you guys, I mean, I'm sure you're getting emails for, from recruiters from LinkedIn all the time, right? And yeah, I mean, it happens all the time. That's why I try to build a really, I'm very proud of our turnover. Voluntary turnover here is incredibly low, and that means we're building a culture, it means people believe in me as a CEO, believe in Vayner, and so you need to focus on building a good business so people are unpoachable, as you say. Uh, but I think that's common practice. I don't think there's anything, you know, I mean, if there's shady practices where people are under contract, or, but normal, everyday, like recruiters trying to find people for jobs, I think that's like, I mean, that's like asking like, what do you think about having an accounting department? Or like, what do you think about having an office for your business? Like, that's, that's table stakes, that's oxygen, that's normal business behavior. So I think you're alluding to something that I guess le- lends itself, first of all, I love how you hacked the video. Uh, I guess it's lending itself to like, hey, he stole my developer, or he stole my CTO, we'll build a great product so nobody's stealable. Build a great culture so nobody's stealable. Like, you know, I don't own India, right? Like this is voluntary, like, like, you know, like build something great that people want to be a part of. You want to be a part of this India? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. That's good. Cassandra. Cassandra. I read somewhere. Why did that that happen? Okay. I read somewhere that being nervous is a good thing. Stefan, didn't you buy a book? I can buy a book. (laughs) <laughs> this is unbelievable. Can you believe Stefan? You didn't buy a book either. Oh my God, I saw it directly in your face. <laughs> Guys, can you please buy one copy tomorrow? Yeah. That wouldn't matter to me. Tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's a big day where like, you know, I did the three book giveaway. I did the Super 8. We did the three book giveaway, which is gonna be exciting. Everybody took advantage of that on Instagram, made the right decision, because that $55 is gonna turn out to be gold. But tomorrow's a big day to me, tomorrow. Tomorrow's a day, it's a release day. Above and beyond, 
I'm asking, I'm gonna hit up everybody I know on my flight to St. Louis and be like, just one, one, just one today. Like, can I, can I count on you guys for one copy? Yeah. Now here's the real quick, big question. Can I count on you for one copy from like a random friend? Which mean you'd be in for two. Like buying a copy from yeah, a random friend. Yeah, like, well, you, I mean, I don't want to spend your money. Could you convince somebody to buy a copy for themselves because it will be good for them? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You felt very confident. You felt shady. Yeah. I, have a, yeah, I have a couple of friends that like, You're gonna say, like, know who you are, so they're into you. Do you think they bought a book yet? No. Yeah, what the f- <laughs> Please. Okay, India. Cassandra. Cassandra. I read some Let's that. remember that anytime we have a Cassandra, we do that. Cassandra. Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra asks, I read somewhere that being nervous is a good thing. Do you agree or disagree? Do you ever get nervous? Sure, I get nervous. I mean, everybody gets nervous. I get nervous... Uh, not that often because I'm not putting myself in nervous positions anymore. You know, I don't have to feel nervous about like hitting on a girl anymore. I don't jump out of planes. That would make me very nervous. I'm trying to think of the last time I was like nervous. Um, like maybe a heights thing. I'm trying to think. Even that I've gotten better about. Um, ooh, did I see like a snake that scared me? I think I saw a snake somewhere, like a big snake in my pants yard. No. What's me? Uh, I'll tell you what makes me nervous. I don't know if it's nervous. Like when I see Xander almost falling and hitting his head on a rock, is that nervous or am I like scared for? What is that? I feel like the moment when you see him like yeah, wobble, that's like, a, get nervous. Yeah, is that nervous? Like a consistent nervousness. I don't. Uh, I don't get nervous before I speak or do TV. But you're not, like always nervous about like kid stuff. You're just like yeah, that's right. Happening? Right. I don't know. I mean, nervous is is a trait. People should get nervous. I don't get, I believe that you do not get nervous. You know, I get a, ner- a weird nervous energy before I speak or go on TV, but it's not, I'm not nervous. I'm so jazzed up that I feel like insane, right? So it feel, it's like a cousin of nervous, like that moment. Um, but that I feel like if you're like a competitor, like you're just gonna get that feeling. Like I'm weirdly nervous when we're shooting for five on five. At the why, I'm like, oh, I really want, I really hope uh, uh, AJ's on my team because I might get nervous that we get into a fight today <laughs> if we're on opposite teams. Like I don't tend to get nervous and I think if you're alluding, this is a business show kind of thing. So if you're asking about like nervous, and, I think being nervous in a business environment is a bad sign. I do. I do think that means you're not prepared. It means you don't have it yet, that it factor. I do think you have interesting energy, nervous energy, but like flat out nervous, I think is a tale, is a tell that you don't have a list stuff. That being said, some of you may be nervous and then crush it every time. I, I have a little bit of that. Like, I don't want to call it nervous because it's not. It's like it's adrenaline. Um, but uh, you know, I don't think nervous is bad. Look, I don't think any emotion is bad. I think it's human. You know, fear, look, I, do I think like, like anger or cynicism are there things that I don't, I don't appreciate or I think are, are a waste of good energy? Sure, but I'm, I don't think any of them are bad. They're just natural, we're all human. We've all got our stuff, you know? That was it? That was a show. Oh, no, no, oh. it's another video. It's one of my favorites, I think. Wow. Really? Wow, look at this. Hey, Gary, it's Eric and Dave Roten from Arizona. Hey, Gary. Father and son. We do, uh, we have a YouTube channel where we teach people how to make signs like this. We've got over 300 videos. We post six videos a week. 
The name may sound familiar because I got 10 signed books from you on the Super no 8 about 25 minutes in. You pulled my name and almost threw it back in the, in the bin, but thank you for not. I appreciate that. Thank you for all you do. Our question to you is, we're all over Facebook. We post to Facebook six times a week, um, and we uh, I'm using Facebook dark posts, so we're getting really good reaction there, but we wanna grow our, our brand, we wanna grow our name, grow our audience. Um, what platform do you think is best to go to next? Um, our demographic is somewhere between 45 to 65 years old, and woodworkers, obviously people that are interested in woodworking. So if you can tell me, tell us the next platform that we should go into, that's really what we're looking for. Appreciate your time, Gary. Thanks for all of the great stuff. Love you, man. We'll see you later. Bye, Gary. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Gary. I did, that was so awesome. That was awesome. What are the names again? Dave and, Dave and Eric. Um, Look, I think when I was looking, I was kind of like, India saw me, I was looking at your YouTube data, kind of making some assumptions on your Facebook data. I think that everybody, this is great, this is a great question because I can answer for so many of you. Everybody's looking for the next thing before they've really won the last thing. I think there's a lot of work to be done, guys, on your, let me give you a huge piece of advice. I would make those signs, you should, here's what I'd like you to do. I'm gonna give some real tangible advice right now. There's our channel. So there's your channel. So, Dave, what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to make these amazing signs for 50 to 100 influencers on YouTube. I want you to make these amazing signs for 50 to 100 of these other YouTube influencers. Look what you did here. You just got exposure on a bigger YouTube channel by asking this question. You're hacking. Worry I would actually rather you cut down from six episodes a week to three and take all that energy and time and email out, search here for whatever the genre you think world is and reach out to all these other hundreds of thousands of YouTube providers that are producing great content that might be in your demo and don't go for Michelle Fan like the billion people. Go for people that have 100,000 subscribers, 200,000 subscribers, they haven't made it big yet and reach out and say, look, I'd love to make a sign for your, for, uh, around your logo or your YouTube show. They'd be pumped, this looks incredible. I mean, these guys are clearly good at what they do. Um, and so what you need to do is more collabo. The real thing that people are missing is collabo. Like, there's a lot, if I was on DJ Khaled's Snapchat right now, I'd be like, big shout out to my boy Gary V. That's another challenge. I would grow 100,000, 200,000 followers in a heartbeat. Ads are great and you should definitely do them, but collabo, collaborations for all of you at home, are very, very, very important. I think you are actually making stuff so you can bring something of real handcraft work. And a bunch of people are like, forget you guys, I don't care, cowboy, but one out of every 50 people that you email is gonna say, that's cool, I want that. Then they're gonna give you a shout out on their 200,000 person, again, cowboy show, you know, sign show, or just kids, like it could be anything and that's gonna get you much better ROI. I would cut down the shows from six to three. This is actually tremendous advice for so many people. Cut down on the content creation and start working on distribution. Distribution, my friends. Collabo and disto. That didn't work. But, <laughs> collaborations and distribution. You need more awareness. What you did by getting on the show, by 
grabbing India's heart was an absolute victory for you because there are absolutely 50, 500 people who are watching right now that are gonna subscribe to your channel, follow you, buy a sign, or whatever your KPI is. You need more distribution and awareness, not more content, not the next platform. Facebook and YouTube is exactly right for you guys. You just need to change your behavior to respect collaborations, which are a gateway drug to distribution. You need more awareness within that ecosystem. That's what you need to be doing. Some good advice to end the show. Feels really good. That's a very good way. Stefan, we're going to try to sneak in a show tomorrow. Yeah. In the morning? It's at 10. 10 a.m.? Guys, tomorrow hopefully I'll be able to put out a show. I'm a little worried that it's going to be the big day and things might get tight and crambly and this and that. So if I don't get a show in tomorrow, 190, which I think is, remember I wanted 200 to be the show that was going to be the day of the book? Yeah. And that makes sense because we definitely slow down and Daily Beast stuff and all this. But, um, you know what, I'll, I'll just do it right now because I don't want to take the chance. I want to take a moment in closing to thank you guys all so much. I guess 18 months ago or so, maybe maybe almost two years ago, uh, we started on this journey around the Ask Gary V concept and here we are on the dawn of the book coming out and so much momentum and so much love and I just thank all of you so much. Tomorrow's a very big day for me um, and I, uh, I've so enjoyed everything I've been providing to you guys as a community and so, and very honestly, and you may know this about me, some of you really know this about me, I'm weirdly very excited to get into May 1st where I'm kind of out of this right hook zone. I really want to take a second to thank all of you for allowing me, giving me the permission to throw my right hook, to have your support, to ask you for eight books, you know, of the same book, yes, of the same book, you know, like, you know, like, I really appreciate this moment that you've given me to kind of, you know, at least ask for the cash in against all the upfront value. I'm really looking forward to getting it on the back end. The other thing is, Stefan, I want you to put it up here. Everybody, and this is probably my biggest ask. Sure, I would tell you I have a 1A and 1B for tomorrow. 1A would be one more copy because I want the momentum and like spiking to number one on Amazon would be amazing and it comes from volume, not from quantity. So anybody that you know that needs this book, tomorrow's a day of like, you've already committed so many books. Tomorrow's a day of, you know, you know say to one person, just like I did with you two, just one person. If all of you get one person to buy just one book, it's, it changes a lot for me. Uh, but the one B is, and put it up here, Stefan, link it, please, in Facebook and YouTube, and don't forget, I'll get really pissed, is the GaryVaynerchuk.com slash book review. Everybody who has an Instagram, I have a page on my .com showing how I want an Instagram review, which is not a shout out, like, I got it, it's awesome. No, when you read it, to leave a long review on Instagram with a photo, um, that would really mean a lot to me. Doesn't cost you anything above and beyond. Would mean a lot to me. I'm really curious about it. I think it's the right execution. I think the attention sits on Instagram. Um, and so that's my 1A and 1B. Um, thank you so much for uh, your attention, which is the asset. Thank you so much to everybody that came out last night at, in New York City. 600 strong at the 92nd Street Y. Stephanie Rule, you crushed it. I enjoyed staying for two hours doing all those selfies and book signings. I'm looking forward to doing that in Atlanta, St. Louis, Boston, and Austin this week alone. Many more in the future. And so, big ups Dublin and, and London and Sydney. Got a lot of stuff coming up. Really excited to meet so many of you. Thank you so much for the love. This is an exciting journey. And tomorrow starts the next chapter of this journey. So, thank you. Uh, question of the day. Um, question of the day is, you know what? I was going to say, are you going to do 1A and 1B? That's too self-serving. Let's go a different direction. Question of the day, what's your kind of uh, story? Actually, I need something to read uh, like to, like, on that 24 hours to each way to Sydney. What's your story? Uh, what's your Ask Gary Vee story? What's your story? What's your kind of story on uh, this journey together?
a, maybe a micro story from episode 109, the collective of like maybe you want to write it from one day I stumbled, maybe it's, you know, I've been getting a lot of emails from people getting results. What's your story um, from this whole Ask Gary V experiment? You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them.